0: hello and welcome to episode 195 of the super horror bros podcast i'm your host matt and joining me as always is my brother mike hello how's it going pretty good man pretty good Good, good. We are back with another on-demand release, which is going to be us Shocker. for the foreseeable future. Um, the cinema is nothing but a faint memory at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to get into one uh, BR, which is the latest one this week. And just, I, I don't even know where we're getting some of these at some point. Um,
1: I didn't, I didn't please. even like. <laughs> know what the hell this movie was like with its with his name and everything else i was like what is this i thought it was just like an abbreviation
0: <laughs> yeah the, the best thing is is obviously like i find the films whereas you just get like <laughs> a message being like hey can you make sure you watch this <laughs> you're just like okay i guess i could spare 90 minutes i'm just gonna put on there like yeah we're doing this new movie called microwave massacre next week and just like see if i can get you to watch it yeah, I'd um <laughs> but uh, yeah we'll get into all that good stuff later on um but first there is some news this week um we're kicking things off with a really really disappointing one and uh yeah before we get into it i'm just gonna have to do this real quick Don't know if okay. the uh, mic picked that one up but i'm gonna i'm gonna need this to get through the news this week because uh this first one makes me really really sad I'm glad I um,
1: beer just before we started recording
0: yeah you're gonna need it for this one i definitely am going to be drinking a lot over the next year because of this news story um we have a new release date for spiral um <laughs> which of course we would have been seeing in less than a week pre basically Day, at this days, point days um, at this point yeah like we would have been we would have been full on 90 miles an hour hype train at this point and you, yeah, you would have been oh yeah i would have just been giddy with excitement like it would have been uncontrollable and but no sadly i'm going to have to wait over a year to see this goddamn movie um because Lionsgate have rescheduled it for May 21st, 2021.
1: (sighs) World is weird, man, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's just, like, it's really just so disappointing and depressing on so many levels. Um, I will say as part of this news story as well, kind of, there was the free movies that we were looking forward to from Lionsgate this year. Mm-hmm. And I, it, to my knowledge, again, it might've happened in the last couple of hours, but I don't think run has a new release date yet. Um, because that was the third of the three. but the mm. other one, um, antebellum, which was scheduled to come out in April. So we would have already seen that at this point has, has also got a new release date, but we won't have to wait very long for that one. Um, because apparently who knows if this is going to happen, but they've uh, dated it for August 21st. Um, which of course is a theatrical release as well. This isn't Mm -hmm. like an on-demand or anything like that. And so, yeah, like we're already starting to see, like there is movies in July as well. As I mentioned before, Tenet, uh, kind of the the big Christopher Nolan movie hasn't moved its date in the slightest. Um, So we're seeing a lot of these movies now that kind of are hoping and praying that like, you know, cinemas and theatres are up and running by the summer. Well, that's the
1: problem, you know, we've got this, you know, we've got this whole distribution problem that we we kind of spoke about before that's clearly happened with Spiral. Like that Mm. movie is done. It has to be done, like,
0: or pretty yeah, much uh, Darren done. Darren did did have, like, um, a final edit just prior to yeah. all this stuff.
1: So, um, you know, it's clearly sat there finished, but they have to release it at the right time for them to make the right mm-hmm. money and not get in the way of their own products, yeah. other people's products and everything else. So suddenly there's this race to release a date and as you said they're already filling up for july august september yeah um lionsgate has already taken one of those my hope was that they was going to go for spiral but they have obviously decided that um you know they wanted to keep the release order i guess but um yeah it's massively disappointing but um the thing that worries me the most as well is that as this movie is done there is a final edit out there how long mm. until we get the saw leaks um you know we're <laughs> I've already had to mute every reference to the words last, of, and us Yeah, <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a real nightmare right now with that sort of thing
0: yeah that's definitely the panic with all of this stuff and especially mm. when you talk about these movies like a quiet place as we mentioned time and time again like 100 percent those reels were out there you mm. know like we were we were less than a week when they pulled the plug on that so th- there's I'm no way man if we
1: if we get into our <laughs> local cinema they're there i mean they're just on the front door delivered
0: <laughs> yeah um so like that is a, a real concern like you said is that people oh. will get their hands on these oh. things so yeah that is obviously disappointing as well that there's just so many levels to disappointment of this news story but um we well, yeah, think like...
1: the the, pr- the media preview screeners went out for quiet place you know if they went to any hokey third parties uh Mm. you know put that out there yeah definitely yeah it could be out there already Paul. i know
0: but um yeah obviously we we talked about spyro and how we'd hoped that maybe it was going to do you know go old school and release in october Mm. like every other saw movie has and Mm. how it should have come out and it's a shame that they decided you know you know what we picked maybe for a reason and we're just going to push it back a full year um, i love
1: how i love how it's just going to make you hate halloween even more
0: oh yeah like as if i needed another reason <laughs> um but uh yeah we we shall see um so yeah that's the first one just a very very depressing one like I just can't... It's one of those ones where it's so hard to wrap your head around something that you've been looking forward to so much that was so close and is now, like, mm. a year away, where it's, like, it's pointless even thinking about it at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> because we're literally going to see, like, well over 50 movies before then, which is just insane. Um, but, hey, man, we get to see 50 movies. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they're good. Um, next up, uh, this is a short one, but I, I like... I want to throw this one in there because it just sounded really cool, where um, it's funny how this, like this keeps popping up in the news, especially with me with this, uh, the TV show into the dark, um, which I have like, <laughs> a love, hate relationship. Bro. Bro. Yeah. It like I just want it to be better than it is. And even though I have <laughs> had some fun with it, I'm always intrigued by it. But, um, yeah, obviously I watched, I think it was the April episode, which was like the sequel to the Puka story, which was really fun. And, um, I think there was already one in May or, or, or will air very soon, but the, they've kind of detailed the one happening in June. Um, and I really like this new story because it's to celebrate I love
1: that they're still sticking with the monthly release yeah. dates, even with what's going on right now.
0: Yes. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? And they're like mm. still basing it around holidays, whether they are, you know, made up or not. But yeah, um, yeah but this one's in celebration of Pet Appreciation Week Sweet. and the title is Good Boy. And the it basically it says the film centers on Maggie, a woman who gets an emotional support dog to help quell some of her anxiety. Only she finds it to be even more effective than she could have imagined, because unbeknownst to her, he kills anyone who adds stress to her life. Sweet. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I, I, I've i wanted so much more like Cujo action in <clears throat> my horror films. Um, who done this? Yeah, like this just sounds like a blast and, and definitely something that I'd want to see them do for this show. Um, and the other thing that was really interesting was it's directed by um, Tyler McIntyre, who directed Tragedy Girls. Oh, okay, um, nice. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think he's done anything since then either. So yeah, seeing him return to this, I think is awesome. Um, so like that coupled with such a... we all want. <laughs> yeah, that coupled with such an amazing premise, I'm 100% watching this episode as well. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. that. That's what I want. I want it to be a bit more just fun and more tongue-in-cheek mm like puka because a lot of the stories were trying to be like the twilight zone stuff of like oh we must have all this social commentary and it really got in the way of just telling fun stories um but yeah i'm looking forward to that one for sure and uh yeah finally on the news this week again kind of um i'm glad we spoke about it last week now because we've kind of had the last bits of our news in the last few weeks where it's not necessarily about horror films but it's about the impact on movies and therefore horror in mm. general and this is amazing because you can see the actual knock-on effect to horror movies this is going to have um but we talked a lot about trolls world tour last week and kind of its impact (laughs) on demand and all of that stuff um yeah so the knock-on effect from that has been fascinating and that's why i'm so glad we talked about it because this is where it will actually affect us as horror fans um basically um, i mean i'm glad but i'm also um i'm really i'm really
1: disappointed that we saw this domino effect happening and and it has happened
0: yeah it's fascinating because we talked like they were talking up saying like oh yeah the, it, you know trolls was massive for us and in the future we'd love to do just on demand and cinema releases and mm-hmm. um lo and behold the cinemas aren't happy about this and basically the head of amc in the us um which i'm led to believe is a huge theater chain in the united states um What's crazy is I didn't even know this connection before, but apparently they are also the owners of Odeon Cinemas in the United mm. Kingdom, um, which is uh, one of the two big cinema chains in, in, in this country. Um, yeah. and it's definitely our preferred choice as well. Yeah, um,
1: locally, it's the one that we go to
0: yeah um basically this head of the chain has said that they will no longer cover universal films um basically because of what universal have said regarding they want to release movies at home and on the big screen day and day Mm -hmm. um which is crazy um kind of i was trying to remember if i have any exact quotes here but um yeah, like they basically said that it was breaking the business model. Like you, they said, Universal was breaking the business model and deals yeah. between our companies by doing this. Um, and so, going forward, we will not license any Universal movies in any of our thousand theaters globally. Matters. Um, which, yeah, like I should have actually pulled a list because I've totally forgot. But off the top of my head, um, The Purge is Universal. Um, is it Halloween kills? And there was one other one that was scheduled for this year as well, but I forgot.
1: Yeah. Is um, it like, um, James Wan's movie or something? Um, Malignant, yeah.
0: That rings a bell. Yeah. And like and yeah. the conjuring free as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I think you're right. Something there. like um, that. Yeah. yeah. But de- it was definitely the first two. Cause I remember seeing a list mm-hmm. of like movies that it could affect and seeing like Halloween and purge on there. Obviously purge is supposed to be coming yeah. out in two months it's, as well.
1: Uh, it's a crazy story where, <laughs> yeah. Mental. I can't help. I mean, for us, it's the impact of Odeon. and yeah. But for me, it makes me dislike Odeon as a brand so much, definitely, um, because of these comments. It's such a petty. It's almost <laughs> like saying, "Well, this was our gentleman's agreement from the 1700s." Yeah. I'm like, "Screw you, mm. Odeon. Screw you!" Like, what is it? What's the what's the parent company? AMC. Yeah, like, just move with the times, like
0: it was adam aaron who said this is yeah, like apparently the head of amc
1: yeah like you need to evolve your business model like you're the one that um you know need, needs to keep up and keep fresh and keep people coming to cinema because guess what we'll keep going like if you put the mm. movies in there if you release a movie day and date like we're not going to go all the time but i tell you what it's it's like 2020 like give us the choice but yeah If you give me that premium, better experience, if you make your cinemas plush and with better sound and better quality, you're going to get people to go to them still. Um, And, yeah, clearly they're going to lose money off it. But that's the world we're in right now. Like we're in a digital world and you've got to like we can't help that you're, you know, in, in, in this situation. But don't be dicks about it. Like yeah. are they just I don't know, they're just coming across as such dicks to me from this. Oh, it
0: com—it completely is. It's completely throwing their toys out of the pram because mm. they're not getting what they want. And it's crazy for them to do it now in the midst of what's going on because yeah. right now they're making no money because cinemas yeah. and theatres just aren't they're open.
1: clearly Exactly. They're clearly frustrated, and I feel their mm. pain in this current situation because their income currently is zero. And, you know, that sucks for them. It sucks for a hell of a lot of people. And... They're obviously um frustrated and angry by that. And now that they see that Universal has taken a modern proactive approach to getting their money out there and still generating mm. their income and this guy's annoyed that he's not getting his slice of the pie anymore. But yeah. um, you know, it it is part of the future. It's absolutely ridiculous that we wait we have to have this wait between mm. cinema and you know, on, you know, physical distribution, because, um, you know, like I say, for us, I would literally, like, as we walk out the cinema and they're selling the Blu-ray, if I liked the movie, I'd pick up the Blu-ray, yeah. you know, and that'd be great. You've done that at like, Fest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was fantastic. Mm. Like, and, um, um, you know, it's it's such a great way. And it's, you know, all I'm doing is double dipping. And I know they're not mm. going to get everyone to double dip. There will be the people that... um. You know, just watch it. But that's their choice. Like, you know, we need mm. to have those options out there
0: right now. Yeah, um, Universal did talk about breaking that traditional weight as well, where they're saying like something closer to a six week period is probably mm. gonna be better for them, where it's like release it in cinemas for six weeks, then it's gonna be on demand to, you know, Blu ray, digital and all that stuff. Whereas traditionally, I think when we've just now got like Star mm-hmm. Wars, I think I think that's in yeah, the US. It, well. we, yeah, in we, this country. we got it
1: yesterday, didn't we? Um, uh, May fourth.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it was a, available to rent like outside yeah. of Disney Plus a little bit before that. But it, say if it was in, in April, that's a four month wait, um, which is just insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah, definitely cutting that down from like sixteen weeks to six weeks. Would, well, there's would, just would all these help.
1: dumb historical things because it's like the fact that Frozen Two isn't on Disney in the UK yeah. because of these pre arranged kind of agreements with other distribution platforms, and it's like. Suddenly, this movie has to have the theatrical release. Then it has the on-demand, premium pre-release. Then it has the streaming platform and the Blu- Blu-ray release. And I'm just mm. like, just give me the option for whatever. Like, you know, it's just it is it is frustrating. And I think it's that you know it really makes the cinemas look bad. As for someone, you know, this show has been all about going to the cinema, mm. and um, will continue to be if the cinemas stop being dicks like this. Yeah. Because if if they keep throwing their rattles at the pram, I I'll just watch it at home. Like if Universal, yeah. you know, like Universal now, I'll just be watching Halloween at home then. Yeah, most you
0: know? of the, and what's the I'd brilliant thing is like their, in the cinema. This is clearly a power move, and it's them trying yeah. to get the power back because this is for the first time where like they've they've said, oh well, guess what? If you make this huge um. A, budget movie the only way you're going to recuperate that money is if, if you come to our theater whereas now mm. these production companies like universal are seeing yeah, they an actual viable them, so. they're seeing a viable um you know other path to making that revenue and they're yeah. saying like hard oh, you know what we're not actually a slave to you guys anymore like there's Worst so many thing, platforms in this day and age and there's so many other ways that a movie can make a lot of money and it's not at the cinema." Because um, what was the number that trolls made? It was over a hundred
1: million, wasn't it? It was
0: something around that, yeah. And it was, and again, that was only rough estimates and all of this stuff. But like, basically, they were talking it up, and they were saying we're really happy with what it did, considering yeah. this was a test case, you know, with the forty-hour rental thing and all that stuff, which again is all subject to change. Yeah, but premium like,
1: price and everything hmm. else, like.
0: Yeah, i'm glad yeah, that um, this was like we, we've we've spoke about this movie a lot and it might seem weird to some people that will just switch off because <laughs> they hear the movie but i'm super glad because this is a this is a momentous movie for so many different reasons now and it will go down in history where this was the first big it was planned to be theatrical and that's what's crazy is that obviously universal did probably have a contract with amc in regarding how many seats it would get and all of that stuff and then clearly they've had to you know change that because of the pandemic that's going on and then that's clearly why amc are pissed off because they're like hey what about this agreement and the, you know you guys aren't going to fulfill that anymore um and this was like the first domino to fall that i think is really going to fall in favor mm. of like streaming on demand services going forward like Definitely. it's just fascinating to see and, and like you say i'm glad that at least it is a big company like universal where you can clearly see the knock-on now of, like if mm. you can't see if we can't see The Purge, you know, say, for instance, cinemas are open back up in July and Purge is one of those first movies coming out. What if we just can't see it? What if they do stick to this and Odeon just don't show it? Like, well, that means we're going to have to go to another cinema for the first time. Um, you know, that yeah, is I'm a direct knock on that would happen to us based upon this. So, yeah, I, I I'm blown away by these comments. It reminds me a lot of um, the kind of the Sony Spider-Man Marvel stuff when. Oh, yeah. It, it was yeah. like this really gross breakup in public and the, uh, both sides said some things they probably regretted and then they managed to kind of move on from it. And I think this is going to be a similar case where this guy, Adam, I think is going to really um, regret saying all of yeah. these quotes. And I think they're going to walk them back very, very quickly because I don't know what else Universal had, but don't they have like Fast and the Furious and other movies? So I like, think so, yeah. Yeah, so like, are you honestly telling me that AMC are going to be like, no, we're just going to let all of our competitors have well, one of just, the biggest movies say, of next year?
1: competitors do now because... Yeah.
0: You they're know, not going to do uh, it. They're not stupid.
1: I mean, it depends, really, because if they stay united, it's yeah, still a big slice of pie. Like because mm. if the you know if if this AMC is the biggest one, just depends they, how well they can get on, on. Isn't know, it? That's that's they the cards on the table. You know, if they can create this kind of um, agreement between them, um, but yeah, it's interesting because the original trolls did three hundred and fifty million. Mm so that's you know they've they're already well on the way for that and i'm sure they get a bigger slice of that revenue as well
0: yeah they do yeah we talked about that last mm. week and like controls so, yeah. is a weird one because that's more of the brand overall they've already said that like they make more money off the merch anyway well, so like yeah, just getting true. it into homes letting kids fall in love with the movie and then having the parents have to buy all the merch is where they make all the money anyway so they don't necessarily need you all driving to the cinema to watch it um True. but yeah I, I love the knock-on effect of this this is something that we're gonna be talking oh. about for, for a very long time and Tell it's gonna what, be fascinating
1: though. to see troll 2 on imdb has <laughs> a estimated box office of six dollars
0: <laughs>
1: nice whoever <laughs> got in there for troll 2 i i love you for doing that
0: <laughs> did you just accidentally start looking up troll 2 <laughs>
1: I, well i looked at I, I searched trolls in imdb and then troll nice. 2 was on the thing so naturally i had to press it
0: fair enough yeah troll 2 what a
1: movie
0: What well, what a blu-ray set that was still one of oh, my favorite ones by far if you've got not set. seen that the it's the eureka release um definitely yeah. in the uk i don't know if it's elsewhere but it's the complete troll collection um oh, which so of course good. is the seminal classics troll troll 2 and best worst movie um yeah which is just an amazing trilogy to watch at any point um highly recommend so it for anyone it's so good um, but yeah, that was the news this week. Some pretty random stuff in there, but I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It actually actually picked me up uh, post the spiral news. Um, yeah. Maybe it was the beverage I'm drinking, or maybe it was the news. Who knows? Probably talking about Troll Two, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Should we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about One BR. So tell us about this little bad boy.
1: 1B.R. Where
0: do I begin? I don't know. <laughs> um This one literally was, came out of nowhere for me. Like I, I it don't think I even knew about this one last week. No.
1: No, I didn't. And then I, I kinda like text you I was like, What are we doing this week? And you totally said <laughs> sent me a message back, one BR. I'm like, you okay, bro? <laughs> I'm
0: speaking in code, I've gone crazy. I,
1: I, I, he's gone. He's gone. I really was trying to decipher it. I thought I thought it was one of these like quiz games. I was like, okay, we're doing this, are we? Um but no, like the, the movie
0: Battle Royale, what are we doing? <laughs> the movie is called One
1: BR. I guess I guess it's the
0: address i was gonna say goes? that i'm guessing that's what it is like, they weren't, because they were not they didn't really they show don't. it in the they, film it's
1: really not explicit yeah i know there's a few times that they show like the um vacancy kind of tenant yeah wanted signs so i guess and, like the name of the there. hotel and stuff yeah but i don't even remember it well but, i'm guessing yeah. it's
0: just outside of her room I don't know. Anyway, um. <laughs> one,
1: one BR is the name of this film. We have film. seen this film, um, I promise. We have seen it. Um so this movie kind of stars, or centers around our lead character called Sarah, who um yeah, she's basically looking for a fresh start in LA and she finds this um is it it's kind of like an apartment complex, kind of like Yeah. <clears throat> um where the you know there's a there's a um, an apartment up for rent and it's got like an open house. The movie starts with her going around this open house for this apartment and kind of the um, I guess he's like the manager of the apartment complex is then kind of vetting all of the applicants. Um, hmm. It's something that's quite foreign to us in England but it's something mm. that happens quite a lot in America that I've seen in other things but it's quite difficult for us to get ahead around really isn't it
0: you're like auditioning think, for an yeah, apartment or whatever yeah, yeah it is very to, like, odd
1: yeah like <clears throat> it doesn't work like that in England um but yeah and so she kind of has to go through this process and um she is selected to get the apartment and um Kind of moves in, and it's, you know, it's kind of like this, you know, in LA, it's this nice apartment. It's kind of like all of the people seem very nice. It's this very close community of people. And um, yeah, everything's going good for her. And then um, she starts to, it starts to happen kind of at night. Her apartment has like these really noisy pipes and kind of weird sounds and noises that keep her up all night. Um, and Um, one of the main rules of the apartment complex was that you're not allowed any pets and Mm. she, um, sneaks in her pet cat and has a pet cat living in her apartment. And she starts to get like this threatening, um, post put, delivered under her door saying like, we know you've got a pet, like, um, and like the, with like the rules of the apartment complex and stuff and kind of threatening her with that. And, um yeah, she starts to feel kind of more and more threatened by the people around her. She's not sure who's sending her these notes. And then kind of um, she's not sure kind of what these noises are and just starts to become more and more paranoid and threatened. Um, and I guess we're going to have to go further into it, but we, we'll probably put up a spoiler warning at that point because the movie does um, have this kind of, I guess it's a twist or just this kind of, you know, a, a, a big plot point that happens probably about halfway through that then does kind of set up the rest of the movie that I don't want to touch upon just now. Yeah, um, there's a big
0: reveal, like at the end of the first act, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say twist, but just a big plot point, mm. really, that, that then kind of sets up the rest of the movie that that is spoilerish. So I think I'll throw up a spoiler warning when we get to it. But I think that's enough of a synopsis for now.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. 1BR, um, bro. Do, do you want me to start or do you want to you kick do things it. off you do it bro um i was really bored by this movie unfortunately um it just it never really grabbed me from the get-go uh kind of we're introduced to sarah and it, as a character she's I think one of the plainest, the most boring characters we've seen in a lead role this year, yeah. um, and, and actually for a very long time, because I, you almost know nothing about her. She's kind of starting anew, so to speak, in L.A., but we don't know what from or who. You know, there's no like, um, OK, the job went bad or there's like a relationship or anything. They do, it's just they kind do of- explain that do they what do they say
1: yeah the dad she caught her dad cheating on her because i
0: know i know she has like this fractured relationship with her dad is is that something that's happened recently she
1: she revealed to the best friend yeah like her mum was dying and her dad's cheated on her mum with the nurse
0: so um, okay, so is that what kind of kicked off the events of the movie? Because I remember those yeah. scenes. I assume yeah, that was just giving you backstory to why she doesn't necessarily have the best relationship well, with her father. Kicked
1: her off having this fresh start because she kind of moved out of the home and she was right. this spoiled kind of daddy's girl until this happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah is is fine. It's very limited. But like she, you say, her as a
1: character, is very bland. You know, yeah, she like really and, doesn't have much about her.
0: Yeah, like even that is not really anything. It's kinda like, Oh, okay, she has a kind of a crappy relationship with the father and that's about it. Um and he's like in it very limited. Um Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's like she's just nothing. Like I didn't I didn't really know you know it was very hard to like root for her in any situation because she's just kind of one of these very passive characters i think i talk about it a lot where these kind of wishy washy characters that are just going from scene to scene mm. and they're not really like it's very hard to invest in them there's no like meat to the story there's nothing like uh that you, for you to really get involved in it's just kind of like, oh, okay she's just moved to la and you're and then at that point as a as a person watching the movie you're just waiting for the kind of horror stuff to happen mm. at that point um so yeah, I didn't really like any of that stuff, and then yeah, once we actually get into it, the kind of the reveals are uh, I thought were just whatever, you know, it's kind of obvious and, and kind of what you'd expect a movie like this to be, especially like the first reveal, um because kind of like what they've shown you in the movie, it's all going to be about her with this community and with this apartment block, so you kind of figure out where it's going. But then you know, once you get that reveal out of the way, um which uh, yeah, we're definitely going to skirt around for now, N- not that we massively need to, but um, no, but once you get past that it's then like okay now i know what the movie's about i know who the bad guys are i know who to root for i know what's going on that's when the movie really needs to give us like motivation why are these characters doing that why is this interested in this world you know what's going to happen what's going to be the push and pull and and what's going to be the thing that we want to resolve and it's just nothing it's just kind of like pointless scenes that go on for a bit too long with like mild scenes of horror that just aren't that interesting um and it just kind of goes on, really, for the rest of the movie. And I was just insanely bored for it. It never really got going for me, this movie. Like, mm. it's not the worst movie I've seen, but it was, like, it was just so boring. It was one of those movies that we've seen a couple of times. Luckily, we haven't seen for a while now. Where you're just watching it going, like, surely these people had a better idea than this. Because, like, you can't, it's really hard to, like, judge the individual elements in terms of, like, acting and directing and, mm. and all of this stuff. Because it's just kind of, like... The story's just nothing. There's there's no script of any meaningfulness to even grab onto, to the point where I'm like, I don't really know why you guys made this movie. And then it becomes really hard for me to kind of break it down critically because I think it all falls apart, but it's but it mostly just stems from a really, really boring vanilla story that just doesn't really go anywhere for me. Um so yeah, what what did you think of this one?
1: Yeah, I I don't feel as strongly against it as what you do. I didn't I didn't love this movie and I didn't hate it um I think the biggest criticism is that it did it took me multiple viewings to get through this 90 minute movie um but when I was watching it and when we got that kind of halfway through point reveal I was somewhat interested in the direction it was taking us on but I think all of my problems are the things you touched upon that you know the lead character, I can't judge the actress because it's not her performance. Her performance was fine. Her character is just very bland. And I know Mm. why she's written that way because of what is going on and the way she's being manipulated, but it makes her very boring as a lead character. And like you say, you can't root for her and her best friend character was way more interesting. Mm. Um, And yeah, you know, it kind of, you know, it was, It did keep like the final kind of that forty five minutes to like maybe kind of I don't know, the next twenty, twenty five minutes of the movie, it did it did keep me interested, but not a lot was happening. And I was kind of waiting for it to like amp up to something that really got me going. I thought, okay, like this is I'm okay with this, let's see what happens. And it really does just fizzle away. Mm. And ultimately at the end of it, I was just like I can see what they were going for. It was something that was a bit different. I think and like um I I liked I, I I did I did like the concept. It was just the execution and the script around it and yeah, you just got like tons of these characters. There's this kind of roommate guy, I think he was called Brian, and he um kind of like is a bit of a love interest to begin with, and, and there's like mm. this whole scene where he's like, I'm throwing a dinner party, do you wanna come? And like it's just it's really terrible dialogue. And then they have this awkward exchange when she doesn't go to the party. And like that whole scene and the whole scenes like around it, it was just like 10 minutes of just nothingness where like the movie looked fine. And I thought like going to the performances, I think everyone actually in this movie was pretty, there was no bad acting in it. Like Mm. I think everyone was pretty solid. It was just, there was no script. There was no meat on the bone for them to get stuck into. And I think they kind of, did their job, but it was not interesting for me to watch. And kind of, um, yeah, so I did leave it disappointed because I do think, like I say, the actual premise and the, the kind of what they were going for with kind of, you know, what what our main character goes through throughout this movie, I did find overall something that I'd want to see. Um, they just didn't execute it for me in this movie.
0: Yeah, it, it was just, it was very disappointing to me because I think uh, the reason why i was looking forward to watching it was kind of we've seen a few movies like this to have a similar premise where it's like oh, okay the kind of the very smiley happy people that seem really nice and genuine mm. up front aren't who they seem and yeah it's been done a lot the kind of suburbia gone wrong aspect to it but i yeah. think that it can be a really cool thing where you see these people in these different areas like even something random like a hot fuzz like i love when you see these <laughs> actors like like for instance like a like a sweet old lady who then yeah, becomes like, like a poem. crazed lunatic like i love yeah. Like stuff like that because it's kind of flipping these like character molds on their heads, and so that's the aspect of the movie that I thought, oh man, I could really be into this if it is like, oh look at all this like dream apartment in LA where you're gonna start your life anew, and it's not what it seems. But it's just it's just so generic, and and once they get that reveal out the way, I just thought there was nothing to it, and then especially when you get into actually what is going on with this community and why they're doing what they're doing, I found it to be so boring and just generic and like it's trying to say a a few things maybe about kind of like religion and some other things um and like cults but it just it never really gets to a level that's even like remotely interesting um and trying to kind of like satirize anything that's going on in today's world so i don't know like i the movie really failed for me and i just didn't find it suspenseful especially when stuff happens to our character because she is just Like I say, there's there's pretty much no one with her. She has like a best friend character who's who's barely in it. And
1: yeah, but even Mm -hmm. the best friend character isn't really her best friend. They hated each other. Then they had like one exchange where they were like, "Oh, we're girlfriends (laughs) now."
0: Yeah, which that was weird because it felt forced, and it very much was like, "Okay, the movie just needs to speed up now." Like she started this new job, and at first Mm -hmm. it seems like everyone's a bitch, and then suddenly she just has this person who's like, "You know, I've got your back for life now." And it was like, "Okay, that's a bit Mm -hmm. weird." Um, Unless I send
1: you a snarky text and then I'm yeah,
0: (laughs) exactly. Um, But yeah. Because she's just, like, this nothing character, she's super, like, frail and weak and timid and this tiny little person that she can't do anything. Like, once people start to do stuff to her, she has no way of kind of getting out of the situation. It's just, mm. well, I guess I'm just going to be this obedient person now until, yeah. like, maybe I'll turn at some she's, point if someone else.
1: She is kind of a pure victim throughout this yeah. entire movie, and she has kind of, like, this one... Scene where she tries to fight back at the kind of very latter part of the movie and and even then you know she has to get so much help along the way there's never this mm. kind of pivotal moment where she kind of turns no and yeah like it is it is a shame like i i kind of there there were points in the movie where I was into it that's the thing that frustrates mm. me because it didn't it, i didn't hate the whole thing but it did but i think it was because i watched it in multiple viewings where it kind of right. like pissed me off and then i'd stop it and <laughs> then i like put it then i of like turn it back on and i was like okay this isn't so bad and then i watched another 20 minutes and that's like, ah, pissing me off again
0: <laughs> yeah this was one where i had to just get through it because i was like i don't want to waste any more time watching this so i need to just get it done um Cause yeah, it was really disappointing. The the only part of the movie that I think even remotely had me invested was that kind of five to ten minute period when she had moved in, and it was like, oh, there's these creepy noises, and maybe people are doing stuff at night, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on there. But then as soon as they reveal kind of what's going on, all tension has gone from the movie at that point because well, you're like, is... oh, okay, we we now know who everyone is, there's... we know what all their agendas are, and she's just kind of stuck in this bad situation until guess, eventually um... she decides to not be in it anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think I guess it's e- easy to go into some recommendations, and we can talk a little bit spoilers because otherwise yeah. we're just going around the fact. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think you know it's hard to recommend this movie. It. Mm. I don't want to hate on it because I didn't. I didn't hate this movie, but I do. It is just very kind of you know bland and doesn't tick any box fully. And there's so many things that do. You know when you start talking about cults and this kind of you know this hidden suburbia and and these movies come to mind. Um, You know, it's just kind of every one of them has done it a hell of a lot better than this. There, there is Mm. no depth to it when it gets beyond it. This is just a kind of very vanilla take on it. Um, So yeah, I can't, I can't give it a recommend. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, I I I wouldn't recommend this at all. Like it's not a movie that deserves any of your time, not not because it's good or not because it's bad. It's just boring to me. Like I don't it's not worth your hates, you know, not that I don't uh, ever recommend you hating on movies just for the sake of it, but like mm. it's just not worth any of your time and especially because you know a lot a lot of movies now we're going to be seeing are on like streaming services that you already pay for whereas this is just a digital straight download right now and considering some of the stuff we've seen even something like the platform last week that was on netflix is just streaks ahead of this like it's not even close i think Um, i think if
1: this did find its way to like a streaming platform mm, because like i didn't i didn't hate this movie and i do think that like i probably have come across more negative because i didn't i didn't hate it i just think it's not really fantastic but if if this is your wheelhouse and it's on a streaming platform then it's a strong maybe from me
0: (laughs) yeah mine's still a no (laughs) if this if this comes to netflix or shot or anything there's there's so many other stuff on there that's like worth your 90 minutes i think more than this again and i don't again i don't hate it i just find this to be very very boring from the get-go um but yeah i guess going into a bit more spoilers now um only because we're just being very safe like we always are yeah um but yeah Yeah, kind of once Once you get that, yeah, just once you get that first reveal that is obviously like the community is, is, there's, there's stuff going on basically where you know they're not who they say they are they're obviously not this nice perfect suburbia like they're all it's it's hard to describe really because it's not like they're all bad guys but they're all following a certain mantra um yeah. and you have to be on the same page as them and if not they're going to kind of torture you basically into being obedient that's kind they, of what they're doing yeah
1: it's torture into obedience it's brainwashing into yeah. you become this member of this community and Kind of the, the weird thing about it is the morals of the community. There is no sinister kind hmm. of undertaking to it. They're just like, oh, just look after each other and put in your worth. And I guess the only thing that's kind of negative about that community is that we do see this scene with a kind of elder, um, the older lady where yeah, basically when... She's, she's probably the be, best,
0: interesting character. In the yeah, whole film.
1: she was definitely, and she basically throughout the movie, she kind of keeps having these falls and these moments where she's kind of a bit delirious at times, and um, they basically get to the point where they say like she can't contribute to the community anymore, and they they basically decide to um, uh, well, I guess it's like assisted suicide, basically, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, where she in her bed kind of agrees to them basically putting this bag over her head and gassing her out (laughs) and and it was a pretty like the scene was somewhat effective but when the scene finished it had no tension to it like Mm. it it did what it needed to do but when I was watching it I really didn't feel it was it was all quite peaceful and, and and just kind of it ended as like, oh, okay, there was no real, like, I wasn't expecting it to give me this punch in the face, like Midsummer did when they had, I was going to say,
0: compare that to the, like the assisted suicide <laughs> sequence from last year, which is like still one of the craziest <laughs> scenes like I've ever seen in a movie. Correct. It's definitely not that.
1: But I didn't expect it to be that, but, but it needed to have some sort of tension in it. And it really, it really didn't. I just felt nothing. What whilst mm. watching it really, which you really should feel something. Um, but, yeah, the community itself, you know, kind of brainwashes you these, you know, people into then, you know, come into their ways. But, like, there's these overall questions as to, like, who and what this kind of... the meaning is behind this kind of, for, back of, for lack of a better word, cult. Mm. And kind of... We really don't get any of those answers until the very last few seconds of the movie. And it, it's really not satisfying. And I just think... um you know, when you've got these kind of, I enjoy the whole cult thing is like a, a subsection of horror. Um, I I enjoy like this kind of, I like the idea of this cult hiding in suburbia in kind of plain mm. sight as well. I think that's a cool idea. Um, but there's just, and that's why, I, that's why I kind of dug some of those concepts of this movie. But then, it, yeah, it just was this execution that was just poor. You mm. know, the, the scene with, um, like when her dad shows up and stuff, Could have been a super suspenseful, tense scene, but it really wasn't because, um, and I think this sort of thing is really where it kind of shows that this movie didn't have the script behind it. Because our lead character has been kind of brainwashed. Well, she's passed the lie detector test, like she is brainwashed into this cult. She goes there and her dad kind of breaks her and they embrace and hug and then she kind of snaps out of it again. And I know why, because her dad's being threatened. But it was just this really topsy-turvy conversation between her and her dad, which, if I was her dad, I'd have just walked out of there and been like, what the hell just happened? Like, mm. one minute she's cold, the next minute she's hugging me, then she's cold again. Like, what is going on?
0: It's just felt like, I need to just... take her to, like, a mental asylum yeah, or something. Yeah, because the whole like, she thing was checked. very
1: disingenuous and just kind of, I don't know, it just didn't feel real. And mm. I think I think that's kind of like a lot of these scenes and conversations. They felt like pages from a script instead of like these real life scenes. Definitely. Um, and it, and, and, I, and I think that's where it fell apart for me as someone like I say that I think was more into the concept than you. Um, mm. it, it just fell apart on those bits so that, you know, I, I can't get behind this movie at all.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that that's why I don't like the main character because she's she's written as a victim. Like, mm. from the second you're introduced to her and kind of even before anything remotely sinister or horror has happened, is happening, she's just a victim. Like, the way she's yeah. skulking around her and getting in a apartment and like, everything. Like, the best friend
1: character is, like, stop being a victim, like, in one of the first yeah, scenes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's like, you, you need to write that as a real human being. When you take something like The Invisible Man, for example, which starts off, the first scene is, like, a woman trying to escape from an abusive, toxic mm. relationship and that's she's not written just as a victim she's written as a real person and i didn't get that from this movie at all um and again maybe that's other things maybe it's performance and direction and all that stuff but for me i think it does stem down to just good writing at the end of the day um i think i think in this instance it does yeah i
1: I really do i I don't think like i say that the lead actress stood a chance to do something with it i think kind of you know in order for it to be an elite movie you need you need everything that you've just yeah, described definitely. there. You need that. You need the actor or actress behind it. You need. You need everything. Um, but if you have all of the above the first thing you need is the script and if you don't mm. have that everything else falls apart so I just really don't think we can judge anything else because
0: yeah that's kind of what I said wasn't it with just like yeah. it's hard for me to judge this one because mm. these are the type of movies that I'm confused at when I come out of it because I'm kind of like who who was the production company or who funded this based upon the script because that's mm. got to be most starting points to a production and I just yeah. think that needed like a lot more rewrites and a lot more meat added to it because yeah. it's so basic
1: it's it seems to be a comp- case with a lot of these indie horror movies that has the writer director um you know this is Mm. this is his first feature project and I think kind of um you know the script was greenlit he then goes on to direct his script and just doesn't kind of you know I think if you read this script you could you could see the you know I can see that there's an interesting story here behind what was on the screen but you needed someone to kind of get more out of that script and well, rewrite the script to get more out of that original concept. Yeah. And obviously the, you know, someone that's not got the experience and also has like fully invested into the original. That's why kind of so often these things get rewritten by different people because you need that Mm. different mindset to come in. That's not so kind of driven by that original thing. Because I think kind of Sarah as a lead character, like I said, I think, you know i'd be fascinated to have a conversation with him about kind of with um her being this absolute victim and kind of kind of bland and everything else i think was 100 percent his intent because mm. that is kind of what this community is looking for and they know they can brainwash her and everything yeah. else and they talk about when they get to the best friend character and how she is a risk for them
0: yeah they, they talk of... about why it's sarah was the one they selected yeah and it was for those and... reasons
1: and so, like, I can see why he's done that, but that's not fun to watch—a bland character no. that's very easy manipulated that you need to get behind, you know. Yeah. Especially in the modern kind of climate that we're in, we just don't want to see that. Yeah. So it just doesn't feel real anymore. And so I just kind of, you know, I think that's where this movie, kind of from original concept to to full execution that was seen on screen, didn't probably change massively and needed to.
0: Yeah, well, a character like that would need to evolve throughout the movie as well Mm -hmm. to then get you behind them. Like, it's fine doing that for maybe even the first act. Like, it's risky for sure because, like, I'm going to start to switch off as a viewer. But the fact that that's what we presented to the entire movie, and again, maybe that was not his intention. Maybe the the scene's... um, towards the end of this where he's like, yeah, that's like the moment where they got their that's redemption and they stood badass. up. We're like, yeah. yeah, I didn't get any of that. To me, she no. was just a soppy victim I the think... entire time and because some people helped her out, she was able to maybe get out of this.
1: I you think know? you could literally, like for me, that exact scenario is Linda Hamilton in Terminator. Mm. You know, she starts that movie as this very bland, boring character that just like, the best friend character is way more interesting than, than Sarah Connor when that movie starts. And like by the end well, of it, great hair she... though great hair um but by (laughs) both of them had great hair though um but yeah i can't remember the
0: the other one's hair and
1: by by the end of by the end of the movie like you know she is an absolute badass. You know, and then flick to T two, and she is basically a Terminator. Like, it's. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to talk about Terminator
0: for a bit. <laughs> so that, was, that was that was well played. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of, you know, in like the near two hundred episodes, that's kind of what I expected you to do all the time. Somehow turn it into a conversation about Terminator, and you've not done that. So no,
1: yeah. I, I'm 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 proud of my restraint, um, <laughs> and I, I I can't say it will continue much longer
0: because I feel like you
1: accepted it so well but <laughs> so i'm gonna
0: do it more now <laughs> god damn it now you've had you one right <laughs> yeah well, you can bring it back in 2021 when we're back in the cinema so, um, yeah. but yeah oh. i guess that was our discussion of that movie hey that was yeah because a...
1: i've got to go watch some of too now <laughs> <laughs> i need to wrap this up bro
0: <laughs> fair enough um that was our discussion of one br we will take a short break and we will be right back So, yeah, just to quickly finish us off this week, um, I'm pretty sure that you had a movie you watched talk about last week that we didn't have a chance to. I mean... All I'm thinking about now is Terminator 2, bro. Now you want
1: me to talk about bloody basket case.
0: You don't have to do anything, okay? You don't have to talk about basket case and we don't have to listen. Look, have have you
1: have you watched Basket Cases? I have
0: not, no. Mike, my (sighs) I I need to get into um watching more horror movies that aren't for the show because for the last probably month I don't think I've watched a single horror movie that wasn't for the show.
1: Well, Um, watch Basket Case,
0: bro. Well, I've said obviously because I want to I want to get the um Arrow video like the free trial 30 day mm. thing and then when I once I get that I definitely want to came for at least three or four during that time. Um it's yeah, so not I was, was, was going to say is it is it on there cuz otherwise no. I'm just watching microwave massacre again. <laughs> oh, God damn it.
1: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the that trilogy, man, basket case. Like it's <laughs> it's something else. Like it, is it really is one of the it best all really time trilogies. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was one hell of a ride. I think it was just like a, it's a super weird just franchise, and I think kind of that I, I spoke to you about this this transition between one and two, mm. where one is this you know, microwave massacre-like concept, where it's just this hilarious...
0: <laughs> Stop trying to win me over.
1: <laughs> this hilarious kind of idea that was executed, but still it was played, you know, it was played somewhat seriously, and mm. but was but was also batshit crazy. And then they turned the crazy up to like a million for the sequel, which I 100% respect and found kind of funny um, mm. to watch. But then they kind of just... Um, And I saw kind of how the release of these movies happened, that kind of there was a gap between one and two. And then two and three happened almost back to back, I think. And kind of it makes sense because three just feels like a kind of rip off of two and was just way less enjoyable. And kind of one of the things that I enjoyed like watching um, to Basket Case 2 um was that like the crazy effects and imagery they were going for. They kind of like nailed a lot of it that I kind of enjoyed for this cl- kind of cheesy. It's not quite 80s. I think Basket Case 2 came out in 90 and 3 came out in 91. Right. Um, I and mean, Basket Case 1 was like 81 or 82, something like that.
0: That's a pretty big gap.
1: There. Um, so there was a gap between one and two, um, but it was yeah, like kind of... all of
0: eighties horror kind of happened in between yeah, it, which is exactly. really weird to and think then, about.
1: And then you got kind of two, then you got a year between two and three. But like mm. the production value between two and three was massive. The drop off, and it was just boring and really not not memorable at all. Whereas kind of I I kind of thought two was quite quite funny and just kind mm. of as a sequel to the original one. And like I said, I think the original one is this fun, just really weird movie. Because do you even kind of know the the kind of what the premise is behind it?
0: Very, very limited. Like there's like, yeah. like a thing in a basket and it may or may not be related to someone.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think kind of, you know, that's that's the side of it that I kind of, you know, that first movie is just so weird. I really want you to watch it because I really want to have a conversation with you about it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, this is like I the
0: have... most insistent you've been out of all of these movies you've yeah. watched, where you're like, I really, really have... want me to watch Basket Case. Because I just really think it,
1: you know, because some of these ones, you know, just aren't worth anyone's time. <laughs> but um, I have watched two more movies that I think are way more noteworthy to talk about. <laughs> right. um, I rewatched Child's Play. Nice. For the first time and uh recently got added to netflix Netflix and like yeah if you haven't seen it already and it's on it's on netflix now like you gotta check out this movie like it's just i can't believe the 180 like the journey we had for this Mm. movie where we we were willing to boycott it because of our kind of you know fanboyism behind the the original creators and like still Mm. stand by their issues but like the movie that came out of this is just such a fun movie it's not you know it it doesn't it didn't even need to be a chucky movie i just loved Mm. the concept and everything else you know it's much more of a future take on like what our technology is doing now and how it can be controlled and manipulated i love the performance from mark hamill the song was hilarious Mm. and just kind of the jokes that they play this dark comedy
0: yeah
1: um you know i love the back and forth between
0: like is it andy and then like his name the police officer like their dynamic was really really awesome yeah
1: the whole thing with the present that, that yeah, was wrapped so up was, good. was amazing, and just so many things. It was just like a, uh, it was a proper throwback for me. And I think we said that on the original episode was that you get a lot of these movies that try to be ho- an homage, but this movie could have easily came out in the eighties for me. Yeah, aside from the, the technology, but if this was like a future <laughs> tech thing, but do you know what I mean? Because mm. it was just like the 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 laughs and the. That you you don't get that sort of humour and style and kind of, but you get the gore as well in many modern horror movies. Um, so I like that it was this throwback style with this modern technology approach. It's just something this mashup that you don't see often, yeah. um, and was yeah equally enjoyable a second time round. Yeah, for me,
0: like, um, the worst part about that movie is the title and the fact that they say Chucky, because it didn't need to be called Child's Play or have the word Chucky in it. Yeah, yeah it could have been called whatever, and he should have been called Buddy. And then, and then everything else yeah. about that movie is the, fantastic. The
1: movie, the movie should have just been called Buddy. Like, yeah. job done. Yeah. Um, and everyone would have been like, it's a Child's Play ripoff. And then we'd have saw it and be like, oh, no, it's really not. Did you see
0: what other horror remake got added to Netflix recently?
1: Oh no, give give it to me. What am I watching this
0: this week? (laughs) You're gonna regret saying that.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's not Nightmare red Elm Street. Oh yes. Oh no, I'm gonna have to do it, guys. (laughs) Like
0: I saw that they were both on the like newer noteworthy of like the the two remakes, and I was like, my god, look at that as like the the most fucked up missed opportunity ever for a remake, and then one that that was just a million times better than it ever had any right to be. Like it's crazy to see this kind of duality of those two Look, movies if, if you watch
1: Basket Case I'll watch the Nightmare on Elm
0: Street remake again I don't I don't, that's not <laughs> worth it for either of us
1: <laughs> um, and yeah the final the final one I rewatched was another big hitter from last year I finally mm. watched the director's cut of Doctor Sleep
0: oh god here we go again <sighs> right, what t- what time are we at oh god I don't think I've got yeah. another Doctor Sleep conversation <laughs> in me oh man <laughs> what <a> journey <laughs> yeah what did so what did you think of the uh the director's cut
1: so i i like the director's cut i think um
0: you think it was worse know, than the theatrical n- no no
1: no i i liked the whole chapter part of it i liked hmm. the extra stuff that we got i just kind of i think i i, I mean i just love i love that movie and hmm. and, and and i dislike that movie's ending still but like i yeah. love that movie more than anything else and like hmm.
0: Um I need to just turn that movie off like 10 minutes the, before the end well, and it'll well, be one of my favorite experiences. That's, that's the
1: thing now that like rewatching this movie for the second time I enjoyed almost all of the overlook stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, that was the same way for me more. like I loved like his yeah. dad as Lloyd and all of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: literally the second Rose the Hat dies the movie falls Spo- off cliff. Spoiler alert. And yeah, continue <laughs> and continues to um nosedive thereafter and Danny being possessed by the
0: hotel is like the shittest thing ever and then the final bit where like the ghost is in her room is also terrible
1: yeah it and so yeah this this movie I'll never get over it I'm not gonna lie I'll never get over it because it's the it's the best worst movie of all time Mm. like
0: (laughs) because Crazy! It's it's it is literally one of the best movies we've seen for the show, and for 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 not a couple of choices (laughs) towards the end, it would have been like easily the best movie we've ever seen, and it's not, and it's and because of that ending, it's not in the running anymore, which is sad. I think, and so much of it's incredible.
1: I think that's the thing where,
0: like, yeah, we it was unnecessary because he changed it. That's the bit that's the most disappointing. We're talking about something that was adapted from a book Mm. that he made certain choices to change, and some of that stuff that he added is incredible and you have to give him credit and, for that but oh, you also so have good. to say and, that he's the reason why the ended sucks because he added that stuff you know and that's and, just that's just a fact
1: i i jumped down the rabbit hole and i'm, I'm going I, I we should have put up a spoiler warning but you know like <laughs> it's too late now but like i went down the whole <laughs> rabbit hole of um watching the the making of and stuff mm. and flanagan and king are sat there together grinning yeah, being that, like yeah. oh we combined the ending. We, I managed to give King the original ending that he wanted. I'm like, mm. how about this? Instead of pleasing one guy, please all the fuckers that watch the movie. Give us a good ending. But for also, of
0: why does Stephen King obsess with his own ending when he was an yeah. alcoholic 30 years ago? Why doesn't he like yeah. his ending he wrote to a better book nowadays? Yeah, because that ending that? is way better.
1: Like, I've read both the books. I love Dr. Sleep more than I like The Shining. Like, Mm. sorry. (laughs) Like, a lot of people out there aren't going to like that. But I thought Dr. Sleep, the book was incredible and was satisfying from start to finish. And, like I said, this was, it was so like, oh, we, uh, yeah, we can't have this conversation again. (laughs) But it really upsets me because it really would be the best movie we've seen for this podcast. Yeah. If they if if he reshoots the last 10 minutes of that movie, it will be my favorite movie we've seen in the last decade. And instead like it it doesn't hold a mantle um to, yeah. to some of these great ones we've seen. And
0: ah, oh, so it's so, so it's like <laughs> honestly like this was the predicament I got in when I was like I I couldn't stop thinking about this movie for like yeah. 3 months after it and it really ruined every other movie and obviously I finished reading it as well and it just it's, it still infuriates me to this day. It's a similar view of, like, why is there this movie that I absolutely adore, that there's also parts of it that I'll always forever be frustrated by, and it sucks as, like, a fan of anything, and it's mm. like... When you talk about any of these stuff, like obviously like Game of Thrones disappointed a lot of people recently, and all this other stuff, but like the things that you're a fan of, you just you mm. just want happiness I've, from. You don't want them to ever disappoint you, and it's yeah. a shame that there's this one little part where like Mike Flanagan almost did the unthinkable and mm. made one of the best movies we've ever seen, and then they just there's just a couple of little choices at the end that just kind of ruin it, and it's such a shame.
1: It, it really is, and it's one of these things where like um something that you could love so much was soured so much. Like the only thing that has ever come close to that for me was kind of what happened with Dexter mm. when that TV show ended. And it really made me want to like punch like a brick wall. <laughs> and to the point that like, I I've never rewatched it. And I, I love that show so much. And like mm. um that's like this now a doctor's sleep. Like, I just don't think I can do it anymore. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it, you just, you, I just can't get through it because it's just that ending really did just disappoint me so much again. Like I just, I tried to forgive it so mm. much yeah and, and by the end of it yeah like you say that whole bathtub scene at the end i was like oh no that was it that just tipped me over i was raging yeah <laughs> i was like it- right i was like right let's put on the extras and see what these pricks are gonna say about this
0: <laughs> it's so funny with these types of things where it's like you have all these expectations you want that payoff because obviously there yeah, has definitely. been some like when you think about star wars recently kind of it's it's pleased some fans and pissed off others game of thrones especially in like back back were lost like i'm so happy that i love the finale of lost because i know so many people that watched every episode and yeah we don't, like and we don't I, often land I feel on that for angry
1: those. side of the argument do we yeah we we're, frustrated we're, what it? by it
0: yeah and even stuff like game of thrones like it was disappointing but i'm i'm not remotely the biggest game of thrones fan, so it was never going to affect me in that sense and like stuff like saw the final chapter for sure bummed me out but again it wasn't on that level so like it'll be interesting to see you going forward stuff like the last of us like i'm really intrigued about you mentioned earlier on where we're going to be seeing that very very shortly and like i sadly have seen some of the stuff that leaked for that game um yeah (laughs) and like it's a shame because obviously it's it's the spoilery and especially for someone like me who hates that sort of stuff but also it has kind of set my expectations at a level of like even if it wasn't spoil i wondered what i would have made of the story anyway um so that's going to be fascinating because like obviously i've said time and time again on the show that i consider that to be the best narrative ever for a video game and Mm -hmm. kind of that especially with the quiet place as well i consider these two stories that like you just didn't need to do any more of and of course they're gonna because it's popular, but yeah, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting one going into that one, especially after all these years of waiting for that. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be fascinating to see, like, when that finally comes out. And it's wild that it's so soon as well. Like, we oh, didn't really obviously touch upon it on the show, but like, for them to go from it being indefinitely delayed and then it's probably the leaks that brought it forward to now being out, what is it, like in mid June? Yeah, um, so soon, I can't wait. Yeah, so that's gonna be crazy when we finally get to talk about that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. Um, like we said before, we're going to be continuing to do this sort of digital on demand stuff. Um, and as always, if you've seen anything like this on the kind of digital platforms, shudder Netflix or anything, obviously just streaming, um, always let us know if it's like a new release that you, you really, really enjoyed. Um, obviously we've seen a lot this year, but there's still a lot of stuff out there and it's very hard to kind of decipher which ones we should review for the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, always hit us up on Twitter at SHBpod or if you want to send us a longer email at podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we're always looking for recommendations for sure. Um, Definitely. Because, yeah, there is a couple of stuff on the back button. Like, did you see that new Shudder release? Like, I'm not sure if it's something that we'd cover, but it's like a new zombie movie that came to Shudder. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was like, if I I was worried to tell you, because I was like, he's definitely going to want to see this now. Um, But, yeah, there's like a couple of interesting <laughs> yeah, don't, ones. Yeah, don't
1: message us this week, and
0: I know we know what we're doing next week. <laughs> so I'm just not going to tell you the title of it and see if you can find it.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm going to assume it's called... Uh, what is it going to be called? <laughs> the last night uh colon uh graveyard no.
0: massacre no it's got <sighs> the word blood it's got the word blood in it i'll leave it okay. I'll, I'll leave it at that blood um, night <laughs> the darkest ritual yeah um it. but yeah we'll we'll figure out something to watch as we always do um but yeah that was episode 195 where we talked about one br uh, thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you
1: later everyone Soon enough, anyway, shut up I can't, mainly because I never could How could I start now? Honey, I'm down Not that I need ya Look at me now, you